Why do dogs run in circles? Do you have any idea? We did this one a while back, so I'm just kind of... I'm trying to remember. Jog the memories, folks. Jog the memories. I do not remember. Okay. Because it's too hard to run in squares. Oh, that's right. Of course. Too hard to run in squares. Too hard to run in squares. Yeah, I guess we had a caller that alluded to that fact. Yes, right? Lorraine. Yeah, okay, yep. She alluded to that fact. That, yep, it has Lorraine, to you were on the right track. Yep. Good job, you. Excellent, excellent. There we go. Yes. Okay, so let's hit the phone lines. Okay, sounds good. We have Emily on the line. And Emily has a question about when, what week, because she's getting a new puppy, mm-hmm. what week is the good week to test out the temperament. Ooh, okay. Very good question. Yeah. Very so good kind question. of explain why. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Hi, Emily. Thanks for calling. Yeah, hello. Yes, um, second time dog owner, but yeah. first time puppy. Oh. <laughs> Less than with a rescue, and she <laughs> tended to have some anxiety. She was a Bichon, uh-huh. never had, was kennel trained. So we, we have the opportunity to, you know, get on some of that with the new puppy. Okay. Um, she's only four and a half weeks old right now. The right. last couple of visits, we've noticed the males, a couple Golden Lab males, seem more calm. I don't know if it needs anything. She, you know, tended to cry more being on new carpet. And you, I just don't know, you know, does that mean anything at this stage of the game? Because, okay. you know, I kind of got to choose. Right. What breed of dog? Golden Lab. Golden Lab. Yep. Okay. And the mom's great. Okay. Now wh- hold on. If you're going to be getting a, a pup, you better know how to say the the breed correctly. Okay. It's Yellow no. Lab Golden Retriever. <laughs> yellow Lab Golden Retriever. So is it okay. a Yellow Lab or is it a Golden Retriever? A yellow lamb. All righty then. It's not a golden retriever. No, okay. no, no. We'll have to slap you. I that, that, So, yeah, but I did that. I don't yeah, know. One a, trick. Yep. So it's yellow lab, golden retriever. All right. Okay. So okay. The, when you could do puppy temperament testing is you could start the t- uh, temperament testing. And hopefully what age are they letting these pups go at? Um, eight weeks is when they leave mama excellent yeah. excellent okay good that's so far i like the breeder already <laughs> okay. but anyway okay. okay so the best time to do the puppy temperament testing is about seven weeks all right okay. because there's just okay. too much going on and they're learning from each other and they're learning from mom and at four weeks they're just the eyes are opening you know what i mean and they're just discovering okay. stuff and so yeah okay. so, so don't worry but you can do puppy temperament testing at seven weeks all right and then you can make you got a week to kind of decide, you know, which one that you want, okay. Uh, okay, type thing. So now the thing is, is that the Monks and Newskeet has a really good in their puppy book, uh, How to Raise a Puppy, uh, the Monks, yeah. M-O-N-K-S, of Newskeet. Okay. They have a really good puppy mint puppy temperament testing section okay okay because there's several different little tests that you can do to see kind of to get uh uh, now it's nothing's etched in stone but you can get an idea of who you know what this pup is one of them that i like is what you do is you hold them in the uh, cradle them on their back in your arm like a baby Okay? okay, and then and then very calmly, you know, stroke their tummy and just talk very calm to them. Now, are yeah. they struggling? Like, get me down and now, and they they just want yep. nothing to do with it, or do they just like turn into a pool of uh, a puddle in uh-huh. in your arms? That's excellent. You want them to just because by being uh-huh. on their back and you rubbing the tummy, you're kind of basically saying, "I'm over you." You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm on your number okay. two. Another uh, t- uh, test to do is you take the pup all by itself. And all these puppies, uh, temper- all the tests are done away from the litter, all right? Just okay. you and okay. the dog, okay? Now, uh, bring a ball and roll the ball. Now, is a pup interested in the ball? 
Okay, good, good. That's good. Now roll the ball again and then call the pup back to you. Come here, puppy. Come here, come here, puppy. Now, is the puppy yeah. more interested in a ball or is he do- drop what he's doing, you know, drop the ball and come running to you? You want him to come running to you where the object is not over a human, okay? Uh, okay, then okay. what you're going to do is you're going to... Um, uh, you want something of loud noise. Like some people will do this like on a cement floor or, or a linoleum floor. They tip over a basket or drop a uh, like a pan or something, you know, behind the puppy. The puppy is, puppy is out, let's say he's playing with his ball. Just drop yeah. something that makes a loud noise, a big book or something like that. Watch the pup's reaction. Does it take off for Green Bay, Wisconsin? <laughs> or does it <laughs> and not look back? Or does it jump uh, forward and turn around and go, well, what the hell was that? <laughs> okay, and that's what sure. you want. You want them to turn around and go and be investigated. Yeah, you got startled, but they didn't yeah. flee for their life, okay? Now observe. Okay, yeah. right, right, okay? And so those are those are the couple of them that I, I would do. And then I, I put, uh, you know, put a collar on them and then um, and mo- and just let them drag a leash around and, you know, just a nylon leash. And what what's yeah. the reaction when they step on it? Because they've never had a, you know, I don't know, that they might put collars on them already, but if they've never yeah. put a leash on, what's his reaction yeah. when he steps on the leash? Is he like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's that, what's that? And does he scream or they, or what does he do? What's his reaction? The more calmer he is, the better. And then if he's Aww. doing good, to pick up the leash and try walking with him and just pat your leg. Come on, puppy, let's go. Oh, good puppy, good puppy. You know, and so okay. is he is he willing to come with you or does he slam on the brakes saying, get this off of me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and so what yes. you're looking for is the kindness is what you're looking okay. for. You don't want the okay. puppy that comes flying over the top of everybody and goes, pick me, pick me, pick me. That's the bully, all right? Okay. And okay. The other one you don't want, you don't want the shy little one that looks like it needs a friend. Because okay. that will be the future fear biter. That will be the dog that is get along fine with the immediate family, will not take kindly to strangers. Because remember, this we're going off of uh, what the personality they were born with. Remember, they don't have any input yet. You know, they don't know. Yeah. He'll sit down, yeah. stay calm, yeah. right? Okay, so we're going yeah. with the personality. We're trying to figure out who is this dog's personality. And so that's why by, do, by doing these simple little tests, and there's a, there's a lot of them. The scene, um, let's see, what is it? Uh, seeing eye dogs for the blind, uh, they have a t- puppy temperament testing. There's a lot of different ones out there, but those yeah. are some of the ones that, you know, of the, some of the things that if I go to a litter that I will do. And then plus the big thing is, is that, uh, I don't have to explain, never talk yourself into a dog. Okay. Let's say the one that really okay. does well on the test is a male, but you really wanted a female. Okay. okay. Don't be, you, you got to, uh, you know, uh, by doing these tests, be willing what the outcome is. Let's say the the, the female that you wanted really didn't do well. Don't yeah. say, well, she didn't, but but this other one did really, really well. But as a I male, know. don't, you, you, this is a dog you're going to have for hopefully at least 14, 15 years. That's the theory. Okay, yes. yes. That's the thing. And yeah. so that's why what you got to do is don't talk yourself in or out of a dog. It should just feel right, no matter if it's a male or a female. I know. You know I'm what I mean? Over the male or, I'm I used to care about the male and female, and I can't remember why anymore. Yeah, yeah. We we're Googling and just getting crazy about it. Yeah, we're not no. going to breed the dog. Right, right, so right, right. either it's... way, we're going to have an active, you know, dog, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so we could tell the breeder we'll come back again in seven weeks, and we're going to do some observations, some temperament testing, and they might sell certain ones by then. There's a litter of ten. Right. And you just trust it. And that's um, what you do. You know, if it's meant to be, 
the one yeah. will be there for you if it's meant to be. It yeah. really, I'm a no, big I, believer in that. I you know, thank you. There might be three pups left, but one of those three was one of them that if it was meant to be, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then let them keep it. Don't now. Do you have to drive far for them? No. Oh, good. No, we're right in town. Oh, yeah. good. Okay, because like I said, they have them keeping that extra week. Don't take them. You know, at seven weeks, okay. let them be there yeah. with that extra week, and hopefully, they should not. There should be no puppies gone at seven weeks if this breeder does it right. No, all the pups no, they, should still be there at seven weeks, and then cool. you know, at eight weeks to ten weeks is when pups should be you know are ready to go because now they learn lessons from their littermates. They learn lessons from mom. There, that makes them more social, and so then okay. th- then they go from there. And when you get your pup, do not go to doggy daycare. Do not go to dog no. parks. Do not go to places that you uh. can bring your dog. Okay? Okay, because your immune system is in the toilet. You got it. Once your once your immune system gets to be about you know five and a half six months, now their immune system is up and going a lot stronger. But at that oh, young age, you, you don't need to be socializing them when no, they're that little. No, only with people. No, only yep, with people yep. that you know their dogs, okay? And will take okay. care of the puppy. It won't roll them, won't hurt the puppy. And that you yep. know that those people's like uh, family, friends, neighbors, yep. that those dogs are healthy, okay? So they're, mm-hmm. they're not, you know... Um, you know what I mean? Because when you, if you go to any of those other places, you never know what uh, a dog might have just got out of a, a kennel situation and is carrying Bordetella, and so then now here you come around okay. that same corner, your dog sniffs that corner, and guess what? Now you got a sick dog. All right. Okay. So that's why you want to stay out of places that where pups or dogs congregate that you don't know okay. what dogs have come through. All right. But then okay, you do last, want them. Last story. What? We can have some trust and temperament testing. You, it is something you appreciate. That's oh, gosh, yes. Hocus pocus. Oh, okay. yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, oh, you, that really you gives so you a handle on who you're dealing with. And I wish more people would do puppy temperament testing, but be able okay. to settle for the outcome. I was helping a guy pick out a yellow lab that he wanted a, a hunt with. And I, I yeah. went to three, four different litters and I walked away from all of them. And he's like, but, but, but I said, no, no, no. Yours is not in here. I was out riding my horse. I come around a corner and here it is. Two yellow pup labs left, you know. So I got... I I rode, I rode up the driveway. Guy comes out. I said, "Can you hold my horse?" <laughs> and so I said, "Can I see the pups?" And so he shows me to the pups, and I'm like, "Okay, this one right here, hang on to it. I'll be back." Not with the horse. <laughs> oh Got on goodness. the horse, rode home. Called that guy. Says, "Get over here right now. I just found your dog." And so he comes over, and he looks at me. He wanted one like about 10, 12 weeks, you know. And this one was yeah. four months old. Okay. And I said, "No, no, yeah. no. This is the Get dog you it. need to have." Okay. It's yep. a yellow lab. So reluctantly, he wanted the cute little lower one, but okay. Okay, but he he got this one named it Roxy. Okay, I got a call. I got a letter from him about two years later and said, you know what? I thought you were full of rocks, but I really trusted you. But he said, you know, I wanted a smaller. You know, I'll start out a younger dog. He said, this dog is the best dog I have ever had. And my hunting buddies are all jealous. So he said, I'm oh. very, very glad that he, you know, that I, he hired me, but I'm glad he, yeah. he, he listened to me. You know, there's people that they hire me, but then they don't listen to what I say. <laughs> yes. You're like, well, then that's fine. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they, like I said, uh, it was just meant to be. There's only two pups left. And out of the okay. two, that one worked out perfect for that guy. So it was just, so don't talk okay. yourself into or out of, you know, it Thank should you. just feel right okay okay hey i so appreciate it well good Seriously. luck keep us gonna posted. Be you betcha okay keep, keep your pup keep us posted on you okay. are you're in for good happy puppyhood <laughs> right, yeah okay so. okay thanks again take care okay. bye-bye why are dogs like phones why are dogs like phones we'll be back all righty then thanks for staying with the katie canine show i greatly appreciate it all right why are dogs like phones do you have any idea there carly 
Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Um. <clears throat> well, they don't I'm tell so, you. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Because I they have collar IDs. Oh. There you go. Collar All right. That's IDs. right. Okay. That? They do. Collars that is phones. a true statement because right there. Because they have collar IDs. That and that reminds that's me too, folks. Is that well on your IDs, a collar, your dog's collar, never put your dog's name. Nobody needs to know your dog's name other than you. What you're just going to do is you're going to put I'm lost and then give a phone number or two, whether you've got a landline and a cell phone or whatever. And the reason is, let's say I've always wanted an Irish Shatter and I find this Irish Shatter. Okay. And, and as long as you don't make a connection, you're in a hurry to find that owner of that pet. Okay. I look at his ID tag and it's, oh, Rusty. Now I got a reaction. Oh, hi, Rusty. Now we're still starting to interact all right and so the thing is is that i know most people are honest i get that i really do but the thing is though is the majority of people they're not the majority the majority of people are honest but there's always the one you want to keep the all the everybody honest and let's just not put that name on that id nobody needs to know your dog's name all they need to know is let's see on the id this is the number i got to call because i have your dog all right so if uh, just fyi that's a, a little uh what do they call that uh you know, when you give aver- uh, a public announcement, <laughs> there you go. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that, like I said, I, what I do, I don't even put I, or collars on, or not collars, but tags on. Tags always get lost. And then, um, so what you want to do is I write my phone number on the collar itself is what I do. And with a magic marker. Yeah. You no know, permanent magic marker. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make a fashion statement, but in, there's a chance a dog t- could lose his collar too. Well, then, and then plus there's microchipping. You can always yes. get your dog microchip, but the microchip sometimes does float. So if you do have a microchip, anytime you go to the vet, like for your spring checkup and such like that, make, have them scan the dog to make sure that microchip is, is, is readable and in there. So because a lot of people don't, they just put it in once, walk away all of a sudden, five years later and dog winds up in, you know, humane society and cause they can't scan the chip, but had they, because they can't find it. <laughs> so it, you're just it saying float. it like floats throughout the body. And, Sometimes and it doesn't so snag. It's, it's supposed to, it's okay. got a little thing that is yeah. supposed to stay where it is, Okay, but not all the time does that happen. Got it. Sometimes it starts floating and then you can't find and it in the dog you don't system. Know where it right. is. That makes and sense. And so that's why, it's, uh, yes. Yeah. And so what you need to do, and sometimes it can't be read after it floats. You know, I don't get it. That's yeah. uh, that, uh, um, totally on. on Are that. your dogs chipped? No. Okay. No, my although all my dogs up to this point were tattooed though between their back legs. Oh. Yeah, because uh, it, research cannot. Uh, a lot of dogs, unfortunately, are stolen and, and put on the black yes. market for research. Yes. Okay. So then, what happens is that uh, they. If they get caught with a tattooed dog, the research people, yeah, okay, their butt is in a sling. Oh, right? really? So if you tattoo your dog, yeah, then um, they can't. If they let's say they swipe your dog, all of a sudden they see this a tattoo, then they just open the door and throw the dog out. It never oh, makes no. it into the black market. All right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know it's it's an ugly world, but yeah. it's, it's out there is what it is, and so that's why, like I say, tattoos are better because, like I say, because it's visible. Yeah, and, see, and you put it between their back legs. You don't tattoo an ear because they can hack the ear off, which I know is, I know everybody's getting sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's why you put the tattoo and there is a national registry for tattooed dogs. Okay. And there are a lot of vets still that are doing the tattooing. And so, and it doesn't hurt the people. It's not like our tattoo. Right. It, right. it doesn't hurt like what, how we get a tattoo. Yeah. It's a whole different, it's a tattoo, but it's a whole different ball game as far as how it's done. 
And uh, then what happens is that because you are assigned a number for the National Registry. Okay. And then what happens is that you use that number on anything that you want. Okay. You can use oh, it on yourself okay. if you oh, want. Oh, very cool. And then you write, you, when you, every time you get a new dog and you add, then you call up the registry and add that dog. You just to add the, that dog yes, to the right, same, right, same, same number. Numbers, the same oh, number that's for so cool. Yeah. That's so, only one number that you have to remember for yeah, all five dogs, yeah. six dogs, whatever exactly. it is. That's great. Exactly. I'm all for that. Yeah. And so, like I say, uh, but people say, oh, but that's so much pain for the dog, especially in the private parts. No, it's a whole different ballgame. I used, there used to be a gal that lived in Buffalo that would do tattooing um, twice a year out at my place in Hugo. And I was just amazed I, until I saw it. You know, they put uh, yeah. you know, Vaseline on. I, I mean, I'm just totally was amazed at how it worked. And the dogs, they weren't sedated. They weren't anything. It was just really a couple people would just kind of pet them, you know, and yeah. give them treats. Distract them a little d- bit. Yeah. And yeah. By, she was so good that it was bing, bing, bing. And okay, next. And it's like, wow. So yeah, tattooing your dog, but uh, yeah. So but but if you do have uh, the microchip, please every time you go to the vet, or if you're just in the neighborhood, you're by the vet, just stop by the vet and say, hey, can you scan my dog? I want to make sure the chip is is reading correctly. So please do your due diligence on that because those chips have been noted to float. Okay, especially the earlier ones, yeah, the ones like you know five, ten years ago, yeah. yeah. But the technology is a lot better nowadays. But still, uh, at least once a year, your dog should be scanned to make sure that chip is still working. Very good. Okay, and you then, learn something uh, new every day. Update, I just learned something. Yeah, and update the information if you move. Oh yeah, you know, update the information for that chip. So. Okay. I never thought of that. Yeah, there you That's go. That's smart, Katie. Yay, yes. Look at me being all smart. Look at you. <laughs> Yay. Okay, who's up? Okay, we have Priscilla on the line, and Priscilla has a question about a mouthy two-year-old lab. All right. Welcome to the lab world. <laughs> Hi, Priscilla. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. So, what's this pupper a bit mouthy as far as what are we doing? He doing um, any time, any kind of attention at all. It's always he greets you with his mouth open around your hand, around your pants leg. It never tears or rips right. or hurts you. Okay, but it's just constant Obnoxious. mouth open. Yeah. Uh, what have you done, or have you tried anything? I say no bite. Okay. Um, um, sometimes I'll close his mouth and say, you know, mouth closed or something uh-huh. like that. Okay. Yeah, because usually if you'd smack him on the snaz or cold your mouth shut, that aggravates the situation. So okay. what I what I would do is get yourself one of those uh, like hair misters, plant misters, you know, that you can get at the travel section, like at the big box stores. Uh-huh. Okay, half water, half apple cider vinegar. Set it on stream. Carry it with you. And what you're going to do is when you see the mouth opening and coming at you, deepen your voice, slow it down. And at the exact time, same time as you spray him in the nose or the mouth, you're going to go, ah, no bite. And as soon as he backs off, oh, just don't say good boy. Just say thank you. And then redirect him. Where's your ball? Where's dad? You want to go outside? Read, don't stand there and wait and see if he's going to do it again. Get him on to something else. But you're going to okay. deepen your voice, slow it down. Ah, no bite. Cause what's your, and then the first five times you say and spray at the exact same time, then you stagger it. If he sees he's about ready to open his mouth, ah, 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 no bite. You know, and if he chooses to bypass that, then he gets blasted. Ah, no bite. All right, because you want to give him a chance to listen to your, you know, what you're trying to teach him. The word, ah, no bite. And you need to have the growl, ah, that gets his attention immediately. And then whether you can become an ah-er or an a-er, hey, bad dog, or ah, bad dog. All right, so either or, or both, whatever. But see, that growl gets your immediate attention, like, whoa, what? And so then what's going to happen, like I said, what your goal is that you don't need the spray anymore. You just you give him the ah, 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 ah. No bite. And he's going to be like, okay, never mind. 
<laughs> and then you're going to move good. yeah you're going to move on to something different but don't like i say say you know half apple cider vinegar half water and you're just aiming for the nose or for the mouth ah no bite and as soon as he, like i said don't let him sniff the sprayer don't let you know what i mean quick blast and get it out of sight so he's not sure where it came from because the element of surprise is a big thing too so where's something that's got big pockets so you can just quick slam it into a pocket all right yeah but like even if we're sitting on the couch or something and he'll just Yep. Turn his head on to me. You bet. Carry it with you. For the first couple days here, you're carrying, you're living with that thing, all right? And then pretty soon he's going to get better at it. All you need is your voice. Ah, 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 ah. No bite. And he's going to be, okay, fine. All right, but it's that it's only the because you're teaching him what a new world and what the word is and what the consequence is if he chooses to bypass it. All right. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. All right. So yep. you got to deepen your voice. Just don't say no. Most dogs are no to death. No, no, no. And it's like, no, what? <laughs> and so now the word is no bite. Ah, no bite. And then as soon as he does, now dogs that have taken my classes have all just hit the ceiling or sit, hit the floor going, she's in the house. Because <laughs> that growl makes a huge difference. It really does. And so that's why try not to know your dogs to death. So what you got to do is you give them words and teach them what they mean. And this one is no bite. Okay. Okay. Okay, good luck. Keep me posted. All right, thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Yes. Ah, no bite. Ah, 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 quiet. You keep saying that, and the dogs are going freaky. I know. They're They're probably in the car. They're probably (laughs) on the floor with their paws covering their ears. Oh, no, she's in my car. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. I know, like, the class yesterday, the quickie class that I had. Yeah. There was a couple dogs that were fairly wild. And anyway, got the right training collar on, and then I helped him a little bit. And this one gal with the chocolate lab uh, named Lucy. I mean, this dog was ricocheting off the wall. I mean, this dog was all over. And then the poor gal, she was just kind of looking at me like, oh, this is why I'm here. <laughs> and so I said, here, let me have her. So I took her around a couple of times. Yeah. And yeah, she was she was a handful. But by Jiminy, all of a sudden, you could see the little light bulb come on like, oh, I get it. <laughs> and the rest of the day, boy, that gal did very, very well with Lucy. And Lucy was, oh, I call a bubblehead. Yeah. A bubblehead is there. There's pop, pop, pop. They're all over the place. Like, I'm over here. I'm over there. Over there. Right. You know, but they, they have a real hard time focusing. And it, the dog was only like seven months old or something like that. You know what I mean? They got puppy mush brain. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Where are we at? Let's get some trivia. All right. Let's see. What are we doing? da, 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 da. Why did the poor dog chase his own tail? Why did the poor dog chase his own tail? Be back. All right, then. Thanks for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Remember, you can go get me on podcasts and all the uh, all the shows here on My Talk 1071. We're all podcasts, so we could take you could take us wherever, and we have our own podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please uh, check it out and take us with. Greatly appreciate it. And if you all the information uh, that you hear or whatever, you can go to my KDK9 website. But you got to go to MyTalk1071.com. Go to KDK9 show page and you scroll down. You'll see where you can click on my podcast. You can click on my KDK9 Facebook which I post a lot of great articles and some fun stuff and such like that. And then you can also get uh, go to my KDK9 website and then go click on the website. And then on the left, you'll see red bars. Click on radio show topics. And then there those there's usually all the links uh, to whatever I talk about on the radio show is there. Okay? So just letting you know that. All right. What did I do? Oh, why did the dog chase his tail? What did, why did the poor dog chase his tail? Uh, I, I feel like we've done this one as well, but I can't remember. 
He wanted to make both ends meet. Both ends meet. That's right. A poor yes. dog. Yes. Yes. Okay, so poor make, dog. Yeah. Yes. He wanted to make both ends meet. Yes. There okay. we go. That makes sense. Does, does that very make good. Sense? Yay, yes. Team. Yes. All very right. good. Yes. Very good. Yes. This is uh, jokes for the cooler tomorrow. It is. Yes. Water I cooler. Know. I don't think anybody goes to water cooler anymore. I think they all bring the water in from outside. Okay. Where's the socializing happening then? Oh, I don't know. People that just okay, come. fine. If you're not going to the water cooler, then it's lunchroom talk. There you go. Lunchroom talk. That's good. Yes. I like that one. Lunch break talk. There, there go. we go. Okay. Okay. Who's up next? Um, we're going to talk to Janelle. And Janelle has a question about getting her puppy to be friendly. Friendly? Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Yeah. What do we got? Hi, Janelle. Hi. 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 How are you? Good, good. So what kind of puppy are you talking about? Um, so I called last hour about our mini golden doodle okay. and he was running out the door, uh, heading for the street. Oh, so yeah, so it's me back. Um, not, not, she's overly friendly is the situation. Okay. Um, she greets people at the door by jumping on them and mm-hmm. getting like out of her mind crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we, you know, allow her to be friendly, but not to jump. Okay. First of all, you need obedience classes really bad. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, now you got to be in charge. You've got to set the rules. What is allowed and what isn't, all right? The dog depends on you for direction. And so you've got to get your poop in a group, as my girlfriend Cheryl would say, (laughs) and then um, and start organizing yourself so you can organize the dog. Now, when you or for people, when you greet at the uh, dogs, when people come to the door, the dog will always beat you to the door, correct? So then what you do yeah. before you open that door, you're going to put that your pupper on a leash. Okay, yes. now you're going to be facing east and west if your company's coming in north and south. Okay. You do not want the people to walk into you. You want the company to walk past you. Okay? Got it. Okay, now you tell everybody, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, don't okay. just walk on by. Now, what okay, you're going to be doing with the leash is that because if she's got pogo, you know, pogo uh, sticks for, uh, for feet, <laughs> yeah. okay, so then yes. what you're going to do is you're going to step on the leash with both feet. About eight inches from the hook. What you're after here is when she's standing, when you're standing on the heat or on the leash, that her right. head is dipped just slightly. Just yeah, slightly. Okay. Don't pin her to the ground. Now Got she has it. an option. She can lay down due to the pressure behind her neck and watch people go by. Or okay. she tries to jump out at the people, she's gonna correct herself. You just stand yeah. there and don't you just say walk on by, walk on by, walk mm-hmm, on by. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And so then once everybody's by, then get your feet off the the, the leash and then go shut okay. the door and then if somebody didn't shut the door because they were brought up a barn, but anyway, so go shut the door. And then now this is another exercise that you're going to practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every day, at least two, three times, you're going to put the dog on a leash. You don't need a training collar for this. You're going to put okay. the leash on the bulk of the leash on the, whatever you're sitting on. Like you're sitting on a chair, put the bulk of it on the chair and then sit on the bulk of the leash on the chair. Sure. And only okay. give your dog enough leash that if she lays down, that she doesn't know that the collar stays loose. Okay, Okay. don't give her too much leash or she'll tie you up. Okay, now sit back into the chair, cross your arms in front of you. Okay, don't look at her. Don't talk to her. Don't touch her. Don't do anything. Just just ignore her. Okay, now turn your head sideways. 
because give her a side profile because a sure. side profile is a calming signal to a dog. Okay, oh. side profile is a calming signal. So huh. you're just going to turn your head sideways, and then if you do want to look beyond her, look above. You know, don't ever give her. If you give her eye contact when she's mm-hmm. in front of you, she's going to mm-hmm. go, "Aha! Made you look. Made you look. Ha 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 ha." Okay, okay. Now if she tries to come up in, into you. Just cross your arms in front of you. Put your head to the right or left side. I don't care what side. Okay, so she's got the side profile. Lean forward and bump her with your forearms. Ah, wrong. Okay, okay. but don't look at her. Keep your head sideways. Okay. okay? Ah, okay. wrong. Okay. okay, what we're looking at here is that she's going to realize now, no matter what shenanigans she tries to do to you, she gets nothing from you. Other Got than a cr- Okay, so now what's going to happen, pretty soon she's like, well, this isn't working. <laughs> so right. then all of a sudden what's going to happen, you're going to see her calm down and eventually hopefully lay down. Now okay. you're teaching her a valuable lesson, how to calm mm-hmm. herself down by herself without yeah. any help from you. The hardest okay. thing for pe- uh, people and dogs to do is to do nothing. To just hang out. Right. And now right, you're right, going right. to, at least two, three times a day, you got minutes, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got five minutes, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got a half okay. hour, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. And you okay. want just a nylon leash, because in case you choose on it, you're not paying attention, you're not wrecking a good leather leash. Okay, sure. then also, uh, you can, you know, talk on the phone, have a cup of coffee, work on your uh, emails. You know, yep. d- d- but at least three uh, three times every day, sit on the leash, ignore the dog, have everybody get used to do this. Okay, yeah. now you answered the door. Everybody went and let's say is sitting in the living room. Okay, now you've been practicing this, sitting on the do- on the leash. This is called yep. the invisible dog. If you don't have a dog, how can you tell them what to do, right? Okay, okay. So this is, yeah. so you've been practice- practicing the invisible dog. Okay, yep. now, you, now everybody's sitting in the kitchen. You go in there, you pull your chair away so that the dog can't get to anybody. And then you put your leash on the, and sit on the leash and now ignore the dog. Because it's usually mm. the first 15, 20 minutes when somebody's over to the house is right. when the dog is a fruit head. And so what you're yeah. going to do now, you're going to control that. Now, when she finally uh-huh. lays down and goes, well, isn't this a buttload of fun? <laughs> then wait another minute or two or five minutes. Don't say anything. Get off the leash and let her figure out that she's free. And now she can go say hi. But if okay. she starts jumping at people, pick up the leash and then mm-hmm. and walk with her to each person. Make her sit. Have that okay. person try to tickle her or say hi to her. If she tries mm-hmm. to go jump at him, give him a correction. Wrong. Right. or stand on the leash, you know, and then have them pay, you know, so she tries to jump yeah. at them, she's going to correct yeah. herself. So you yeah. just got to set up the routine and you got to answering the door every day, at least twice, every day, twice. So every okay. time somebody takes tur- turns being the door knocker, some t- right. somebody takes turns of being the door with the dog, okay? Yeah, okay. Call people up and say, hey, we're working on manners at the door, <laughs> come on over, cocktails are involved, or maybe coffee. <laughs> and so and so the, that she gets used to, sometimes there's just a knock, sometimes yeah. there's a knock and a door, a door Sometimes there's just yep. a doorbell. But just okay. remember, tell everybody, walk on by, do not look, do not touch, do not anything. Nothing yeah. happens in the entryway ever again. Because right. that happens okay. later. So she doesn't get herself all. And then just keep her on that leash. And then, like I say, she's uh, let her drag the leash in the house. So you always got something to quick step on or mm-hmm. pop, you know, in case you, you need you know to need to get her so she's not going to wear somebody. Okay? Right. We're, I'm trying to train my family, too, to be consistent of her jumping on us when we arrive mm-hmm. and just turn their backs and ignore her yep. until she behaves right. you know, and isn't jumping anymore. Yep. And then Good. they can greet her. There you go. So that's with family members. But with, I mean, we rarely have people come ring the doorbell. Uh-huh. But when they do, she's just Nuts. yeah out of control. Yeah. So this is great. Yeah. So now um, you're going to practice it every day, at least two times a day, every day. And then yeah, sitting okay. on that leash at least two or three times every day. And have everybody yeah. take their turn sitting on the leash and ignoring the dog. 
But make yeah. sure that they don't look at the dog. The minute you give my con, she's like, ah, yay, you, you looked at me. Because yes. they're always after our attention. And what they have to exactly. learn to do is just settle down and wait. And we'll give you yep. the attention when it's ready, when I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Yeah, wait to be invited. Yes, sure. exactly. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's been that's one of my goals for this winter uh-huh. is to work on work on. I mean, couple things, but for sure, for Good. sure the door, the greeting. Yep, the door. get her organized. But I like I said, getting up. I got classes starting up at Katie's K nine here in a couple of weeks, so you should look at my okay. website. Get you oh, going. Yeah, get you organized. <laughs> okay. And I, yeah, I'll check locations for that. And I also uh, plan to friend you on Facebook. Yay. And you, so. yep. Yeah, Please. you were just mentioning that. Yes. So All right. I will look this you out. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Become the teacher. Become the teacher. That's what Carly's becoming, a teacher. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yep. 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 What it takes of- some time, but yep. What kind of teacher are you going to be? I'm going to be an elementary school yes, teacher. Yeah, I tip my hat to you, boy. I want to work with the kindergartners. So, yeah, it'll be fun. I still have a hard time that the kids have to know, you know, their ABCs or all that stuff before going to kindergarten. Yeah. That's what kindergarten's supposed yeah. to be. So, Not do you have to write your name or know your alphabet or whatever before yeah. that. And if you don't, you are behind already. Right. I just, I really feel we're throwing too much at our kids too fast. And that's why we're breaking yeah. them as adults. I, we are forgetting to let kids be a kid and, and just, and learn life's yep. lessons yep. and such. And I don't know. I really, yeah. At really this age, time. these kids like learn by exploring and doing stuff hands on. Yep. Like this is, this is how they process things. I read an interesting, oh, I can't remember what, where it was from, but I read an article that stated that um, kindergarten is now becoming the new first grade. Yes. Oh, I believe that totally. Yeah. Totally. And I, you know, yep. I, th- that was like the title of it. And I read it and I was like, this makes so much sense. Yep. And like, I, I, even myself becoming a teacher, like I know the ins and outs of like what needs to happen and stuff. And like, I even have had a hard time trying to like do stuff because I'm like, I, I get it. I get that they are five, six years old. Yep. I don't expect them no. to know a whole lot. And they shouldn't. They, no. sh- they should just be playing yeah. and using their imaginations. Exactly. That's what they should be doing. Yep. And not just, a- there's plenty of, plenty and plenty of years for ABC and writing my name and stuff. But there's not plenty of years to be a kid to just have fun and do stupid stuff and learn from the mistakes right. and learn what worked and what didn't yeah. work. You know, that just, it drives me, it sends me over the edge. Well, and I find that like when you suppress the imagination so early oh. on, then when you re you know, in school, they are going to need to be able to imagine things or come up with things like creative writing. That's a huge thing. But, but if you suppress their imagination, like they're going to sit there and struggle so much yeah. to try and come up with an idea. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm a big fan of like, play as much as you need to kids. Yep. Let's go. Yep. And see, Cassandra and I used to lay in the ground and look up at the clouds and then, you know, picture, try to make pictures out of the clouds, you know, imagine that. And then we yeah. did find, then we'd, we'd try to imagine a story to go a little bit with that cloud. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But to use their imagination to bring that out. Cause like you say, if you squash it at this age, 
they're just a drone for the rest of their life. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm just saying a lot of them that could have a yeah. good imagination, but were put into this strict conformity. Yes. And, and that's like my grandson, Will, is not a good with conforming, I'll tell you. <laughs> He's a brilliant kid, imagination over the edge. But yeah, the average, I think, kindergarten teacher would, uh, yeah, probably become an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? The largest dog, at dog wedding ceremony took place on May. May 19, 2017, at the Bow Wow Vows <laughs> event organized by Aspen Grove Lifestyle Center in Littleston, Colorado. How many dogs got married that day? We'll be back. Alrighty then, winding down. Hey, I want you to go to mytalk1071.com. And I w- is that your favorite song? I'm sorry. I mean, it's a good song. Don't okay. worry. It's all good. Okay, sorry. Okay, Is go it- to mytalk1071.com, go to kdk 920 page, and uh, Carly just po- uh, posted this. And uh, Just FYI, every week, look at my show page, because Carly posts really cute, funny things that will make you smile, make you laugh, and such like that. And, and some weeks, I forget to mention it, so you, you need to sometimes step up to Carly and oh. say, hey, do you know what I posted today? Okay, <laughs> I will. I, 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 I will. Because I, I forget. I just Well, I saw you rattling. have it open today, yeah. so... Uh, but anyway, so there is one that I posted on my Katie Canine Facebook page, and it's all about dogs and leaves. And fo- so she just grabbed it and put it on my show page here. It is so funny to watch all these dogs in these leaves. And it really is. So many do have fun. I love the, nothing but a, I love a big pile of leaves just to, I do too. to go into. I mean, I yeah. just love the smell and yeah. the, the wrestling of the leaves. I just love it. So go to my show page on Katie, at mytalk1071.com, the Katie Canine. And then also, you know, you can click on my podcast. And then, like I said, then there's also Silly Old Bird. And just, like I said, there's uh, everything, dogs and leaves. And then we've got Brittany's Mountain Dogs being silly. And then that canine-inspired change we had on a couple weeks ago. And, yeah, so there's just, my page is full of fun stuff. So please check that out. All right? So you can do the podcast. You can do my website. You can do my Facebook. And then all the links to Nutrisource. Uh, the Nutrisource, Wapiti Labs, Pet Cremation of Minnesota. Northwest, well, Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic. Low cost pay a neuter. Okay. So anyway, okay, where let's get the oh also too now with the fur being that it's been cold, the furnace has gone on and now pets are starting to itch. Okay, folks. Okay, now it's time to bump up the omega threes and sixes. Start doing that now, all right? Uh, you can get your omega threes and sixes through fish oil. You can get it through hemp oil. You can get it through what's called a plankton. I use psychoplant. Uh, it's called phytoplankton, phytoplankton. And so you, anything that gives you omega threes and sixes, you need to bump that up in your dogs and your cats and even yourself to keep your hair looking pretty and such like that. So when the dogs start itching, don't wait for it. Just bump it up because when the furnace goes on, the air gets dry, the coke gets dry, and away we go. Okay? Okay, let's head for the phone for our last call for the day. Okay, sounds good. We have Susan on the line, and she has a question about potty training and biting. Alrighty then. Hi, Susan. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Um, We believe she's a multi-poo. A multi-poo. All right. How old? About 11 months. 11 months. Okay, so what's going on? Um, well, we got her because the people who had her before, she was having accidents all the time, and they didn't want to deal with it, so now we're having to potty train her. Okay, how long have you had her? About four months. Four months, okay. 
Uh, the big thing with little dogs, I've got a three pounder and a ten pounder, right? Their pee, their yeah. their uh, bladder is the size of a pea, pretty narrow, right? So they don't hold it as well as uh, as the older dogs do. So you need to be more diligent about taking them out. And then when you do take them out, you put them on a line, you know, a long line or whatever. Go to the potty spot, stand still, tell them what you want. Go potty, go potty, like in a chant, right? You want them to understand what is called and where it goes, okay? And the reason they're on a line is because in case they start putzing around and they want to go over here and go over there, you can bring them back to task. Ah, 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 over here. Come on, we go potty over here. Go potty, go potty. And then when the dog does go potty, you very calmly go, oh, good potty. Thank you. Good potty. Do not go, oh, good girl. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. And so they forget what they're out there for. And some people use treats. And so what happens is the dogs are in a dash out, splash, come back and get that treat. They're not done yet. All right. So what you right. just want them to do is just under the maximum time outside is two minutes for potty training. Two minutes. At the end of two minutes, if you only gave you a, a piddle and you're expecting a doo-doo, bring them back in, wait a minute or two, take her back out, try it again. Now, the second time, if she hasn't still given you the doo-doo, bring her back in and put her in her kennel. Or do you, do you have a kennel or do you use a playpen? What do you do? Kennel. Okay, good. Put her in the kennel. And then wait. Then maybe uh, just wait a little bit, you know, maybe a half hour, take her back out, try it again. Or like say if it's in the morning, feed her. And then 10 minutes after she gets dead eating, then take her out and 10 to 1, the doo-doo will come. Because now you're having more problems with doo-doos or pee or both? Um, both. Both, okay, yeah. So what you just got to do is you got to teach her what it's called, where to put it, and do not give her any freedom in the house. When she's out of her kennel, then she's on a leash tied to you or to somebody. So And you're in charge of watching her so she doesn't squat and, and do something like white in front of you, all right? And then, okay. you, and then you get very diligent about, you know, let's say, uh, let's say she goes out at 7 a.m., uh, then piddled, uh, 7 a.m., uh, or 7.05 a.m., out piddled and doo-dooed, and 715 fed. You know what I mean? Write it down and write it on the refrigerator so you kind of keep a mental track of what's going on and when it's, what's happening. Because usually what happens is that each dog will get a, how they process their food and water, you'll get a pretty good uh, handle on the situation. All right. But you got, okay. don't give her any freedom in the house for at least the next, oh, you know, two months. Don't do, you got to be on top of her so she doesn't get lazy. She starts thinking what it's called and where to put it. And then where, if she does go, use anti-icky poo is the best stuff on the market. There's other stuff, but the, but the anti-icky poo is the best stuff out there. It's more expensive, but there's a reason. The reason why it's more expensive because it's good. <laughs> But also, like I said, don't, and like I say, you can play with it. In the meantime, where they have to go potty is right when they wake up in the morning, you always get a piddle and a doo-doo. After they wake up from a nap, they have to do go out. Uh, Ten minutes or so after they get done eating or drinking, they have to go out. And then after they get done playing, they have to go out to go potty. Those are the main times to go potty, all right? Right. Okay. So what are what about when you take them somewhere and they're trying to leave their scent because they can smell other animals have been here and they feel the need to leave their scent everywhere you go? Is this a boy dog or a girl dog? Female. Okay, female, yeah. No, because if you go over to somebody's house and her, usually if you keep her on a leash with you, if you have to put her in your lap for about an hour, then they will be less likely to mark. But most females won't mark. It's usually a male dog that will mark, all right? 
And so that's why, well, we got to run out of time here. Uh, so you can call me up at Katie's Canine and I'll be happy to talk to you more about this. But the big thing is, is that like if you take her to somebody's house, the next door neighbors or kid's house or whatever, and her MO is to walk in and pee on something. Well, then when you walk in, she, you know, if you don't have her on the leash, usually when you got them on the leash, they're less likely to go and mark and pee because they feel like they're being watched. Okay. And so that's why, right. but, and then let her drag the leash around. But there are many dogs the first hour, if you don't control it, they will go pee on something in somebody's house. And so what you want to do is you control that. All right. Sounds good. Okay. And then as far as the biting, uh, you can use the plain water and a hair mister. Okay. And then she goes to bite you, blast her in the face with the plain water and go, ah, no bite. And then as soon as she backs off, thank you. Very nice. All right. And then just move on. Okay, kiddo. Give me a call up at Katie's Canine. I can help you more. All right. Definitely. Okay. All right. Thank you so you much. Bet. Take care. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Hey, I got a new find here. The w- Wiley Wallabies Root Beer Aussie Bites from uh, from Nutrisource or KLNN. You guys have got to try it. It tastes like a root beer full. You guys have a great week. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. And remember, harnesses don't train. They restrain. And watch me in TC Twin Cities Live Thursday, 3 o'clock. Take care. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.